Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're in Pahuska, Oklahoma with Callie Lee of Osage Outfitters. Callie and her husband, Joey, moved to Pahuska in 2013 to open their store and since then have helped completely transform the town's historic downtown and bring the best quality boots and highest end of Western fashion in the area. Callie's talking about why they chose Pahuska, how Reed Drummond has helped romanticize the cowboy lifestyle, and when the Real Housewives of New Jersey came to town. She has some great stories to share. So here we go with Callie Lee. All right. Well, we are here today in Pahuska, Oklahoma with Callie Lee of Osage Outfitters. Callie, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, glad to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about you. Are you from Oklahoma originally? Yes. um, My husband and I are both from Oklahoma. We both grew up in Ponca City and we both had ties to Pahuska, really just admired Pahuska. And so, but yeah, we're, we're from definitely from around here. Great. How did you guys meet, actually? (laughs) So our families have known each other for a really long time. Uh, We go way back, um, like rode horses together when we were like eight years old. Um, I have two younger brothers, and then Joey has a brother that's two years younger than him. And so I can remember them coming over to the house and like playing Hot Wheels in the yard and totally were around each other, um, grew up together, went to high school together, um, and we're always just friends um, I can always remember re- referring to them as the Lee boys, you know, uh, so, but we've known each other for a long time. And then let's see this, the Christmas break after we graduated, we were at the same party and, uh, I was talking to a good friend of ours, a girlfriend, um, and he, Joey just kept saying, why don't you give me your number? I don't have your number anymore. Why don't you give me your number so we can hang out? And then, and then he didn't call. I called him, and uh, like six months later, and then uh, yeah, we've been dating. That was um, let me think, two thousand six. That's okay. been a while. Wow. <laughs> so, how did this whole idea evolve? Like, was it a dream of both of yours to have a shop like this, or we we both knew we wanted to own our own business. We both had that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, I actually thought that I wanted to do a beauty shop. I, that's what I had in my head, and I, I, I didn't know that it was going to be a, you know, a beauty shop like this. <laughs> I consider this still a beauty shop. Yeah. But, uh, and then he actually wanted um, some place with an arena that also had, like, you know, the gear that the Cowboys would need um, and, like, a restaurant at it. He kind of wanted that whole experience. So we both had this mindset of a one-stop shop, um, some place that somebody could come and get an experience and buy the things that they needed for this type of lifestyle. So yeah, we both, we definitely talked a lot through when we dated um, about doing something on our own. So what was it that kind of made this all come together? Let's see, when we were at Stillwater, we both graduated from OSU with animal science degrees, and he was working for a guy that ran a bunch of cattle um, around Stillwater. He was working for him, and then after I graduated, I got a job uh, working for a corporately owned Western store that was in downtown Stillwater, the territory, which had been there for a really long time, uh, was really respected, really, res- really um, well established Western store. And I honestly just thought I needed a job. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and thought, I'm going to go learn to see if I like doing this, if I like working retail, if I like working in this industry, and just see, see what I can learn. And they hired me as an assistant manager, and I worked there for three years and really really enjoyed it and so we got married and then uh, he got a job offer for a ranch that was actually near home working for somebody that he really respected and it was a great ranch and position something a lot of guys aspire to you know a house beef cattle uh, a truck um, really a great opportunity and it was close to our families and we thought okay if we're gonna do this what's the likelihood that we're gonna strike out and open a business we're gonna get comfortable why would we leave that? It would leave that guy in a hard situation. So we turned him down and decided to put a business plan together and start trying to open a business. Wow. So that, I so admire you for that. <laughs> That's a tough decision. But it was, it was, but it's been, it's been great. Yeah. 
So you guys actually ended up choosing Pahuska to open your store. Did you kind of shop around, so to speak, looking at different places? Or? We did, actually. Um, we thought we thought Guthrie. The Lazy E's down there. There's so many shows in the city. Um, and we thought we really liked Guthrie. It was small town enough. Um, and we so we got online and started hypothetically going, okay, here's a commercial building. Let's say we buy that building. Um, this is what we could do with it. Actually, it was, I still have no. I still remember the building. It was this really cool old brick train depot. It was such a cool building. And I was like, okay, let's. We buy that. We make it what we want. Now let's go look for a house. If we were to buy this house, then let's just figure out what we're going to do. So we started looking at houses, and I was like, I don't want to live in Guthrie. Uh huh. It's like I don't want to live in a town. I don't want to live. I can't afford. We can't afford anything outside of town. It was like this. This isn't work. This doesn't feel right. So um, Joey goes, okay, no family, no nothing. If we could live anywhere in the world, where would we live? I was like, uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> and he was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, and then it was like light bulb, Pahuska. I mean, it just really clicked. Um, we'd been coming over here for years to go to the cavalcade, and he'd actually been coming over for longer than that because his great-great-grandmother and his great-grandmother lived here. He got to know both of them. They lived out at Cedar Ridge, which is their retirement community out there. They lived next door to each other. And um, he used to go out there, and they'd play trucks, and he lost his front tooth on a curb. I mean, like, they grew up out there for sure. And so he had way more ties to Pahuska. Um, In fact, his, let me think, his great-grandpa was the barber. Okay. He actually just like three doors down where the pocket park is, it, that was his barbershop and it burned down. I'm not sure when, I think in the eighties. Um, and then his grandma or his great grandma, the Alec, the barber, his wife was the manager of the JC Penney's right across the street. Oh my goodness. So yeah. So we, I didn't know that. Um, and he learned it as we, you know, told family members what we were planning. They were like, oh, well, you that know, you're, sense. yeah, this is why. So yeah. Wow. So that was all before the pioneer woman had ever opened up anything here. Right. Was that even being talked about at that moment? I don't, not that we knew of. Uh Um, We knew who she was. I read her blog and uh, probably had one of her cookbooks by then. And um, we knew who the Drummonds were, you know, just from being around here and knowing them, uh, knowing who they were. But uh, yeah, when we came to town, it was actually on our anniversary I think it was our one-year anniversary. Um, we came to town and started just looking in windows. I mean, just putting our faces up. And if it, if it had, like, a call for information or lease, we stopped at Tolson's, got a sheet from them, started calling people, looking at buildings, actually looked at that building. We were like, oh, this is so cool. It's huge, but this is so cool. <laughs> and uh, I think that was the time that we stopped in to, to talk to the – I was like, let's go ask the chamber. They'll know. They'll know what businesses are here. And it was Mike McCartney. He was the chamber director. Yeah. And I remember going back and um, and telling him what we wanted to do. And we asked him about that building, Ree's building. He goes, he, he was very professional. He said, no, that building has sold. There's somebody that has plans for it. And we were like, oh, well, you know, that's okay. They're gonna, I'm sure they're going to do something cool. And sure enough, she did <laughs> something really cool. <laughs> so I love that you chose this place, you know, just because of your own intuition and your gut kind of said, yeah, come here. It, yeah, really. That's, we knew we also, um, you know, our, our story, we, we were a pretty small niche. Um, you know, the gear, the boots, the hats, the fashion. Um, Cause we had people say, why didn't you do this in Newkirk? Or why didn't you do this in another small town? And it was like, well, we, the guys here still do things horseback. Yeah. Uh, so we we wanted to cater to those cowboys. When we would go to trade shows, um, one of our favorite ones is the WRCA finals in Amarillo. And we would go and we would see people saving up all year and spend thousands of dollars at these trade shows to get the good stuff. You know, that's where the good tradesmen and the good quality stuff was there, the good using gear. And they'd, you know, order boots or they'd buy saddles or they'd get hats and they'd get they'd get all their stuff that they wanted because they couldn't go into a store and get it. So, or they'd have to order it online. So we thought, let's give them a place. Where do we like to shop? And I was like, it's those trade shows. Let's, let's do a shop. That's the good stuff. So. Yeah. 
wow. So once you decided on Bahuska and you kind of had this idea, that's the kind of merchandise you wanted to have. Mm-hmm. Where did you go from there? <laughs> uh, well, we went to the banks. We had to get money. Uh, they all thought we were crazy. We went to a bank in Bartlesville, and it was awful. I mean, it was just like, they were like, there's a Cavenders in the mall, and it's not doing well. Why would you open up a store in a smaller population? We were like, dude, you don't get it. Like, no, we're, we don't, you know, no. It uh-huh. just it just didn't go well. But uh, like we, we got the money, and, uh, I mean, we were, <laughs> we look back at pictures now, and it's like, you know, we had like a cinch, a breast collar, a saddle pad. I mean, it was, we had like 20 pairs of boots. It was, we had four styles of hat. I mean, we just, we just did it though. Uh, we actually opened on, let me think, July 13th, um, 2013. Which is that right before Cavalcade? It was Cavalcade uh, Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. We wanted to open for Cavalcade and actually people thought we were just a pop-up shop for Cavalcade. <laughs> we were like, no, we're going to stay here forever. But, um, but yeah, so we let me think. Once we started, um, we got the we got this building, which Mike McCartney showed us the building, and there were actually little uh, little booths in here, and we were just on this side. And uh, so we came in and took down those false walls and made it how we you know wanted to open. Built the boot shelves, showing um, our brothers built those, and so. Um, yeah, then it was going to market and designing boots and wow. buying the things that we thought people would like. And so you mentioned trade shows. Was that kind of a big part of kind of how you started to get the word out too? Yeah. I mean, the I think the cowboy world is a really small world. Uh-huh. And so um, I think once people started seeing what we were doing, uh, I think... I think word of mouth probably spread really well. We didn't, we had totally planned on doing setups, doing uh, booths at trade shows. And honestly, um, with it being just us, buying an enclosed trailer, buying the stuff to do a booth, uh, we didn't know. We, it was like, do we buy inventory to take to the booth? Do we empty out the store? It was like, we really didn't know how to go about it. And we would set up, um, local places but as far as traveling away it was like we'd have to shut down the store yeah and and that's a lot of additional expense yeah yeah Yeah. so we just never we probably should it's kind of one of those things it's like you know we should and we just haven't ever done it but you've given people a reason to come here then that's exactly I mean we really you know when people ask if we have a an e-com site or and I go you know call me call the store I will text you pictures I tell me what you're looking for I would much rather have a one-on-one experience with people um, than than just a click and ship type of thing. That's so good. So how did you decide on inventory? Because you're like, okay, you have X amount of dollars. (laughs) Was that quite a process? Yes. Yeah, it was. Um, We knew we wanted really good boots. So all of our men's boots are made in USA. We do customs. Um, It took... It took a lot to also with our reps. Um, we would have reps come either come here when we were at, at market, and they would hold up a T-shirt with, you know, like lightning and wolves howling on it. And it was like, this is, you know, this Western store. You know, this is this their number one seller. And I was like, well, then don't show us that. Like, yeah. we don't, we can't compete with them. We're not even gonna try. Um, we we want you know, plaid snap shirts or we want you know plain blue I think every cowboy has a light blue shirt in his closet and it was like we want you know solid give us solid white give us the good jeans give us the good heavy leather belts um so that was a that was a learning experience for sure for well I shouldn't say for having to answer those questions over and over again for reps looking at us like we're crazy like (laughs) we, we had a rep tell us you're shooting yourself in the foot we said bye don't yeah. come back like you don't get it and and our with our boots um learning the leathers learning um what pieces go together well and what boots hold up well things like that um it's been a, a really good experience Rio's a Mercedes Anderson Bean Aletha um that's the company that we do um almost all of our boots from and they're they're great guys so did you find your previous retail experience coming in super handy? Yeah. Um, it was a different, you know, uh, a town with 
30,000 college kids compared to a town with 3,000 people, you know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's a little, you know. Um, but as far as the the dealing with people, learning um, the industry, um, that type of, you know, learning the mindset of um, buying for October and November deliveries in February. You know, Joey, he'd, he'd never worked inside. This was his first inside job. He'd worked for his brother landscaping all growing up. Um, hauled hay, you know, things like that, um, you know, had cowboyed, but had never worked an inside job. So this was his first experience. And I remember the first time we worked a rep, you know, and they show us things and it was like, you know, there's some yeses. And then it was like, there's some definite no's in there. And um, he was like, that's, how do you do that? that? You just say no. Like he could, he was like, don't they get like their feelings hurt or not, you know, don't they <laughs> yeah. get offended that you don't like their stuff? And I was like, no, like, I, I hope not. Cause I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, I like some of it, but you know, it was just so him learning that was was fun to see. So, but I definitely learned a lot from from the territory too. That's good. What was the general response once you opened? Um, we got a lot of doubt. Uh, I think, of of course, some people in the community welcomed us, and it was they're great people. We love this town. It's our definitely our home. But yeah, we would have people come in and go. Oh boy, yeah, you should have opened, yeah, you guys would have done really well if you were here 25 years ago, and like, oh man, yeah, these, are you going to sell boots for this much? Are you going to sell, and it was like, oh wow, this much for a straw hat, are you kidding? You know, and it was like, all right, you know, yeah, like, you know, what do you say? Yeah, uh-huh. it's, they're good hats, or yeah, they're good boots, that, you know, um, I think, a, I think um, a lot of small towns, I'm assuming, because this is, you know, the only one we've lived in. Um, I think people have a really fixed perception of their town, especially when it's their hometown. Um, I think people had blinders on. They just saw it with a fixed perception of the potential that Pahuska had. It was, you know, they thought it was, didn't, you know, they thought it was trashy or they thought it was run down or they thought it was, I I don't know, but couldn't sustain a high-end store like this. And um, yeah, we showed them. That's, I love that. And I think that's true. I do think small towns have that perspective. So how did you overcome kind of the doubt, like you were saying? How did you keep yourself motivated and stay believing in your dream and your vision when people were telling you that? Really just holding on to the fact that we knew the quality of our merchandise. Um, Not everybody's going to like it. But when the cowboys would come in and buy boots, you know, $600 boots for a cowboy, that's, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for anybody. But these guys are working hard um, for their dollar. And we know that they need good quality gear to get them through the day for their safety, for their comfort. Um, plus, cowboys are pretty stylish guys. They like, <laughs> they like to be styling. So um, for them to come in and buy things, that was very, it was very validating. Um, same with some of the ranchers' wives. You know, there's a lot of money in Osage County. Um, there's there's a lot of high risk, but there's some guys that run a lot of cattle, and uh, they have girlfriends, and they have wives, <laughs> and they like to shop. So we, um, when those ranch wives with these with this great style, or these cowboys' wives, who same thing, like they don't have money to burn by any means, but um, when they would come in and buy things, it was like, oh my gosh, okay we're doing it like we're you, do, you know you were we were hitting the right audience yes yes that, so that was you know that was uh it's it's stressful like any business but um I think the community supporting us um the majority of the community supporting us was what really kept us going and the people that we respected the ranchers that we respected and the wives and the cowboys um that we admired um coming in and supporting us was was really the way we continued on. They embraced it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So eventually you guys started out in your original building and at some point you got to, did the building next door come up for sale or how did that happen? So yes, we've been in this spot, 519 Cahica since the very beginning. Um, and everything was jammed over there. We were there for, well, we just expanded in October. So five and a half years we had, Everything jammed. Like I said, everything over there. Um, and actually, let me think, three years ago, I think, three or four, 
this building became empty. Um, this one we're in now, this uh, north building. And I remember we sat here and looked at it and we're like, oh, it'd be so great. Like, oh, it'd be so great to get to expand and get that building and we could do this with it and this with it. And it was like, we couldn't afford it. It was before we opened. Uh, we were doing great. We were growing. We were doing great. But it was like, we, we can't. Like, we can't, We just can't do it. Like, it just, it would be too much for us. So um, another business moved in and they left. We were happy to see them go. And uh, and actually, uh, a ranch owner, a lady we really admire and respect, she bought these these buildings and um, said, hey, do you want this spot? And we said, yes. So, uh, so yeah, we knocked down the door in between us, the archway, and, and painted and, and uh, knocked the plaster off the wall to expose the beautiful brick and put up new lighting and, yeah, moved everything over. Joey, like, ugh, poor Joey, built the boot wall, um, built the shelving, moved the hat bar over here. Um, yeah, he... He really had to hustle, but <laughs> it was awesome. It's, it's, we love the space. It's gorgeous. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, talk to us about the transformation that you have seen happen, like literally right before <laughs> your eyes here in this town. Um, definitely less parking, <laughs> which is a great problem. Um, yeah, the seeing the foot traffic in town. Um, when we used to go to market, you, know, the, you wear a little ID badge that says your name, the name of your stop, and then where you're from. Oh, people would Pahusku, Pashaka. I mean, it was like people just slaughtered the name. And um, and we would tell them where we were from. Um, you know, they would laugh about like, okay, new zip could protect us. Or, will, you know, like things like that, you know, industry questions. They would be like, oh, yeah, you're fine. You know, it's scoff. And it was like, and now it's like, oh, wow, you're in Pahuska. Oh, my gosh, do you know Ree? You know, they know <laughs> the, the town. It's uh. so crazy. But uh it's great. It's so great. But uh, yeah, to, to or even in airports, like we'll be flying somewhere. And Joey has a really cool custom uh, briefcase that says Osage Outfitters on it. And um, we've had people ask us where our store is. And when we tell them, complete strangers, you know, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's right. Like, yeah, that's we're from there. It's famous. Wow. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, the town um, seeing the buildings that were boarded up when we moved here seeing them with glass in the windows and the lights on is so so cool the triangle building is probably the best example of that um driving into town and it seeing there's life in it that's yeah it to me that's such a beacon that's such a symbol of the town that there's things happening there's growth and there's there's these old buildings that people wanted to bulldoze it's like no there's these beautiful buildings um so seeing the life in those buildings uh, and like I said, the glass and lights on and business is such a great, great transition. Yeah. Wow. When people ask you about Redrummond, what's your common response? <laughs> I mean, what she's done for the town and what she's done for the Western industry, romanticizing the cowboy lifestyle, she's done a phenomenal job. Um, I think people watch the show. Yes, Ree, we love your recipes. You're amazing. You're so fun to watch. But Seeing what the boys are doing, um, seeing what Lad and the Cowboys are doing, I think that's that's a lot. What a lot of people tune in to see—they want to see what they're doing. And um, I, I've had people ask, you know, they'll come in and they'll go, "Are there real cowboys here?" I'm like, "Yes, there's one right over there." I'm like, "Yeah, that's him. He's drinking a beer. You know, <laughs> that's him. You know, he's dirty and stinky, and that's him." And uh, you know, they'll. Oh my gosh! Can we take their picture? I'm like, yes, go, please go. Like they, they all laugh. They all act like, oh yeah, don't, don't go to town. You get your picture taken. But oh, they, they step out of that feed truck and they put that hat on and they strut. <laughs> I think they park far away on purpose just so they have to walk, walk all the way down the sidewalk and get their their pictures taken with all the ladies. But no, um, uh, so yeah, I think I think that's really awesome what she's done. Um, but I mean, of course, for this town. The, the buildings that they've done, they're beautiful. They're just beautiful. She's, she's kept their integrity, but still given them a new twist. You know, the subway tile and the chandeliers and the, they're beautiful. Um, so seeing that and seeing other people, um, like I said before, with, with buildings that were originally vacant, um, people seeing the potential for those buildings, um, I think it's a great example. So... The, like I said, also the Triangle Building, they did a wonderful job. It's beautiful. So the Frontier Hotel really knocked it out of the park, too. So, yeah, I think 
the Drummonds of um, the fact that she chose to do it in Pahuska. Um, I think everybody's very grateful. It's we're we're very happy to have them here. They're great people. It's a great business. Well, I know both you and Joey are very involved in the community. Is that something you've been intentional about, or did you just kind of you came here, saw a need, and I think. That's a good question. <laughs> I think uh, the McCartney family that I have mentioned, Mike, um, and his wife, Sandy, and they have two daughters. Um, seen, Mike was the chamber director, and then he was the, um, the city manager. Seeing how passionate he was about Pesca, and because we were so close with him, we grew so close. They were our first friends here, and now they're like family. Um, so seeing that and seeing the need um, – a lot of people, we'd sit around on the back porch and, you know, hear the problems of the town. Or we would come in and, you know, we had this gumption attitude of let's let's do things. Let's, you know, we need to show other people how great this town is. Let's get them here. Um, so I think instead of just sitting around and saying they should do this, they should do that, we decided to be the they and try and make things happen. So I think that that's probably um, what kind of spurred us to get involved. Yeah. Well, what advice would you have for somebody thinking about opening up their own business with this dream in their heart like you guys had? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> we, so Joey's family has, some, has a huge family in Tulsa, and there's some businessmen in that family. And when we were very first opening and talking about, you know, the, how much debt we were in, and we was like, you know, we were just kind of throwing up our hands and, you know, blowing and going. And they said, you know, they can't eat you. He said, if you've got, it gives you a reason to get out of the morning, get out, get out of bed in the morning, and uh, worst case scenario, they can't eat you. It was like, you know what? They're right. Yeah. We're young. <laughs> um, we're. And uh, it's like, we're, we can bounce from this and uh, just do it. It's, we, uh, we actually just had an event a couple weeks ago, and um, there were some ladies who have a wine company, and they were here, and they said, they asked us about the shop and we visited and they said, you guys are the 1%. They said so many people just talk about it and they don't go through with it. So she said, bravo to you guys. And we said, wow, thank you. I hadn't heard it put that way, but um, I think we just, we just knew we wouldn't be happy, um, this happy, I guess, working yeah. for somebody else. And um, so, yeah, I guess if, if you have it in your head to, to open your own business, um, just do it. I, that's, yeah. uh, that's so generic, but yeah. That's what uh, everybody says though. Yeah. To that it's, question. Um, yeah. Go to the bank, um, or go to whoever you can get the money, do the business plan, read the books. I found a stack when we were moving last time, I found a stack of our, our books. We went to Hastings one night when Hastings was still <laughs> open and, um, we bought, I don't even know, like six or seven books on opening a small business, writing your own business plan, things like that. And, I showed Joey, and I was like, oh, look, you know, so, um, but yeah, just do the research, and um, a friend of ours, another, I golly, telling stories, another friend of ours, he, you know, the first-time farmers and ranchers loan um, mm -hmm. is a big, it's a huge opportunity for guys to run their own cattle, and to me, that's, it's kind of in the same boat, you're, you're going out on your own, it's a huge risk, it's a big investment, um, you got to do it right, but yet every, every rancher, Every cattle herd is different. Everybody thinks they're doing it the right way. And so, um, but there's a base, you know, a base uh, recipe for success, I guess, you know, um, doing it, doing it right. And um, I think business is the same way. It's real similar. So we had a friend who he did a lot of research and went, went and applied for the loan. And they said, wow, you know more about this than we do. Do you want a job? And he said, yeah, I'm going to run cows. And it, that was, that's, to me, if you go in with the knowledge and you go in with the, you have all the questions answered before they can even ask them, they don't have a reason to say no. So that would be my advice is go get the experience. Go, if you want to open up a bar, go bartend. Figure out if you can put up with people and yeah. mix drinks and, you know, do that. Stand on your feet and, you know, do that. Or, or if you want to, you know, anything, go work in the industry. Get your foot in the door because I think every industry um, is probably like ours. It's a small world. Everybody knows everybody. Um, getting your foot in the door, you know, it's, that's, that's the biggest step. And I think um, just starting at that base level entry, doing putting in the time is 
probably the best way to get going. Yeah, I think that's great. What is your favorite thing about this business? Making people happy, you know. Um, I love clothes, and I love boots and jewelry, and seeing somebody buy something that I bought. Uh, I was helping a lady one day, and she would look, pick up something. I go, oh, my gosh, I love that top. And she'd pick up something else, and I'd go, oh, my gosh, I love that, blah, blah, you know, for this reason. And I did it, like, five times, and then I said, I really do love these things. I'm not just, <laughs> you know, but I bought them. It was like, I bought them for a reason. I really do love them all. And, uh, and so seeing somebody, like, get an outfit that they love and feel confident in, that's, like, that's such a good feeling to go, oh, I, I picked that out, and you like it, and you're happy now. Like, that's, that's so awesome. Or seeing somebody buy a squash blossom, um, that's a big investment piece. That's a lot of money. I know that. And seeing somebody buy that, it's like, oh, my gosh, that's, that's such a big deal. That's an investment. And she decided, or he, you know, to buy that from me. That's such a cool feeling. And um, it could be being so romantic about it, but it's like, I hope you keep that and you pass it to your kids. Like, that's those type of pieces, those heirloom pieces. And it's like, I, I bought that. And you like it. Yeah. Yay. It's rewarding. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, so that's probably one of my favorite parts is, is seeing people enjoy the things that I buy for them. Yeah. What do you guys love about rural life and just living in Pahuska? This, the camaraderie. Um, it's a tight community. It was before we moved here. And we're very lucky to, to be embraced and to have the friends that we have that they are like family. Um, so yeah, the cowboy world, yeah, it's, it's a tight group. They take care of each other. Um, we've gone through some really hard times with our ranch families and the way everybody bands together and works hard for everybody. It's, it's really special. Um, I would have no qualms calling the customers that are, you know, like our family that walk in, you know, the cowboys, on these hot days, you know, at 2 o'clock, they're done feeding, and they don't want to go sit at home, so they come in and, you know, shoot the breeze and tell stories and have a beer, and um, it's it's really special. And if I had a flat tire or if I, you know, something happened at my home, I could call anybody, and they would be, you know, they would be there in a second to help. And, uh, and we've, had, we've gotten those phone calls where it's like, hey, send help or bring a casserole or (laughs) I need a babysitter or, you know, something. Um, and it's, you you don't feel inconvenienced, um, because it's, everybody takes care of each other for sure. That's great. Well, what's next for Osage Outfitters? Ooh, good question. I'm getting an awning. I'm super excited. (laughs) That is fun. (laughs) Yes. Uh, we're getting an awning and I'm very excited about that. Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Stay tuned. Uh, we're, we're just yesterday, actually, Joey, um, there's a little nook under the stairs, constant improvement. I guess that's uh, in yeah. a nutshell. <laughs> he, he fixed my cell room for me. Um, kind of put it together and made it not look like a hole. You know, it's, <laughs> there's light in it now. And, uh, so we, we were talking about doing a, another light fixture and doing the dressing rooms differently and adding a light here and, um, just constant growth, making it the way we want to be. I've always wanted a sitting area and I've always wanted like a really cool Chesterfield sofa, something really cool. And, but it's like, we've never had the space. Um, and we just talked the other day about clearing some space out and, uh, and making a sitting area, which it's like that, that's one of the reasons we did this big, beautiful bar and these beautiful bar stools is, when the guys would come in, when we were on that side, when we were all stuck on that side, it was, I felt so bad for them because they'd be leaning on ladies' racks. You know, they'd be <laughs> leaning on, having their arms on, you know, ladies' clothes. And the ladies would, you know, we'd be shopping around them and things like that. And um, so now they come in and the guys have a place to, you know, kind of post up and, and visit. So that's, it's been amazing. But, um, but yeah, constant improvement. We, we have so much vision for what we want this place to be and how we want it to be that, uh, yeah, just evolving and changing all the time, I guess. So it's really fun. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Do you guys do any special events like outside of just kind of what I guess we would call your regular store stuff? 
Yeah, we actually do. Um, in October, we started it. I think this will be the fourth year we've done it. So three years ago, four years ago, we um, we thought let's um, do our deliveries in October, but let's do our big stuff and hold it for the first two weeks. We're going to put it in the back, and then we're going to have a kind of a release party, an open house where. If you come, you get the first opportunity to shop those pieces. And we'll do food and drinks and make it a party. And um, we did, and it was a huge success. We had so much fun. I mean, it was it was literally just our friends and customers. I mean, it, it wasn't it was not like we were bringing anybody in from out of town. It was just a reason for everybody to get together and have a drink. But uh, it was so much fun. And so we've been doing it ever since. We've since stopped holding things because we can't. We have too much stuff. We do... Um, like some of our greatest is Tasha Polizzi. She's got amazing out, uh, amazing outerwear stuff and coats. We do Pendleton with STS. We do the men's leather jackets and really cool outerwear coats. And then for the first time last year, we did one of my favorite artists. Um, he's a Cherokee silversmith artist, and he does really cool silver work, and then he deals in also vintage jewelry. Really cool guy. He came, I think that was it. He came and set up that night, so we did a trunk show. I wanted to get live music, um, but I don't, I don't know where we'd put them. And uh, but uh, oh yeah, we had a um, Greeley Hatworks. That was another one. He oh, came. Oh, fine. Greeley came, and um, we did custom hat shapings and things like that over here for the boys. And uh, we had whiskey and stuff. It was super fun. But um, so we had jewelry for the ladies. So uh, but now we've had people who we've got them on a mailing list. And so, which golly, this year, I had pregnancy brain, printed the wrong date on the invitation, oh. mailed it out, saw it, and then went, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not right. I think we've all done that once <laughs> yeah, in our yeah. lifetime, at least. So then I had to send out oops cards. So, but, uh, but no, so that's a super fun party. Um, we just do, we just call it the fall open house. And uh, like I said, it's a reason for everybody to get together and visit. And we've done some really fun food and um, last year I had sugar cookies made and it was, it was super fun. Yeah. And then we actually, we do that in, in October and then we turn around and do like a ladies night. The first Saturday of December, the Pahuska does its downtown, uh, Christmas parade, which is so fun. So awesome. And, uh, we do, um, we do the same thing. We'll have a uh, little vendor set up in here and then we'll do hot chocolate and, um, and in fact, everybody has kind of congregated here after the judges come in and use our back room. And they, that's who they, they decide the float winners and stuff. It's really awesome. I love that that they want to come here and do that here. So, yeah, we, we like having things here and, and doing things, being social and giving reason to everybody a reason to come downtown. So fun. Do you have any most memorable customers? <laughs> uh, yes. The, the Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> they came to our store to shop like so much fun so crazy so um a really good friend of ours uh, and really good customer from Bartlesville called me and she said hey um you're gonna be getting a phone call from a producer to have the real housewives of New Jersey uh to come shop in your store and I said what <laughs> how she said one of my best childhood friends is on the show and they're coming to my ranch and they want to go shopping. And I suggested your store. I hope that's okay. And I was like, of course that's okay. That's amazing. So sure enough, the producer called me, said, you know, can we come shop? Um, we'll have a, you know, a light crew come in and set up beforehand. And, you know, the ladies want to just come in and is that okay if we film? I said, sure. Like, do I need to like close? And they said, no, no. You know, if the Cowboys want to come in or if anybody's in there, you know, that's fine. We want it to be organic and we want people shopping in there and interacting with the ladies and okay. And she goes, the only thing we ask is, um, just please don't mention it. Cause we don't want paparazzi. <laughs> uh, no, you're good. There's no paps <laughs> in Pahuska. <laughs> so, but what was actually really funny is all in like that month. Cause people magazine came to Pahuska the same time, like a week before and they did a big interview. Uh, they did a big story on Re, and uh, one of her, I think it was her, it might have been her, mentioned us to them, which was so wonderful. So they came and visited with us, and we got a little, we got a blurb, we got a little, you know, a little shout out in People Magazine, which was so cool. Uh -huh. But what was funny is the guy called me to say he was going to come talk to us and do some pictures. And I said, Oh no, 
what if the producer shows up and People Magazine is here? And she's going to think I called People Magazine. You know, it's like, who would have thought that you would have had, you know, that much going on in Pahuska? So that was, that was really funny. But yeah, so anyway, so the housewives come and um, they were awesome. So fun. So it's such a different, such a different mindset. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like they come in and they went straight to the ladies' boots and they were like, we want boots, we want boots. I said, okay, we got boots. Come on, ladies. Well, they pick up this really cool pair. You know, our ladies' boots are handmade, um, really high fashion ladies' boots. They pick up this pair of old gringos that are uh, they designed with double D ranch wear. So super cool studs, turquoise, crushed velvet, high heel, and they're $4.99. I mean, they're handmade. It's genuine turquoise on the side. It's, you know, they're nice boots. And one of them said, Oh my God, are those four ninety nine? You know, I don't know what a Jersey accent is. Yeah, I said yes, ma'am. Oh my God, I can't spend that on boots. And I was like, okay, like you're okay. That, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not holding the gun to your head, lady. Like you don't have to, but you know, shop, please. Try some boots on. See if you like them. But they just they couldn't get over it. And I'm like, you're wearing seven hundred dollar Prada shoes or something. I don't know. Yeah. You no, know, or you're carrying. You know, it's like it's all in the industry. It's all the different mindset. Um, so that was. That was really, there was two of them that were younger. Um, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, I feel so bad saying this. But they were like, they wouldn't let it go. And it was like, okay, we get it. <laughs> Please stop talking about it. Like, you know, they just, they harped on it. And I finally went over to the producer for the housewives, and I said, Please tell me you got more than them just complaining about prices. And she goes, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. But they shopped. Dolores was one of the housewives. She's amazing, so fun, so, so sweet. Loved her, loved her. She got a hat, like, cut it up with the boys. Uh, I think one of them even, like, tried to set her up on a date with one of the boys. Like, they were like, you come back. We'll take you out for a steak dinner. You know, they, they, were, they really liked her. And uh, so, yeah, she got a hat. Joey shaped a hat for her. Um, so, yeah, she legit has, like, a hand-creased American straw hat. It's a nice straw hat. Um, she's wearing it. So that was really cool. That was a crazy experience. And what was really funny is uh, when it aired, uh, the messages and phone calls that I got from people going, were you on The Real Housewives? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and they're like, how? I'm like, for one, you're a 37-year-old man. Why are you watching The Real Housewives yeah. of New Jersey? You know, you know, oh, my wife is watching it. I just had, you know, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But no, um, yeah, so that was a pretty crazy experience. We've, we've had Reef come in and film um, a couple times, which is so amazing. Like, such an amazing experience that they, and we love people coming in and going, oh, my gosh, were you on the show? Yes, we were. Yeah. yeah. So, so cool. And the film crew, her film crew is so cool. Great group. Um, they'll come in and, and hang. When it's hot, they'll come in and, you know, get some water and soak up the AC. Or if it's cold, they'll come. They're, they're all bundled up. They've come in and <laughs> had to buy coats before. Um, yeah, great group. They're awesome. We love having them. So, yeah, I would say most memorable. <laughs> or, I got another one. We had a family. Uh, I think they were from India. They didn't speak English. Uh, just the they, they had a, about an eight-year-old daughter, and they walked in and they said they had a map, and you know the map of Osage County says Indian Reservation, and it's yeah. definitely it's a different color. It's you know definitely highlighted on a map, and uh, they said where where is the reservation? I said you're on it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> said, where are the Indians? <laughs> I just kind of motioned around. I was like they're walking on the street I don't know go to the grocery store I don't know like they're you're just gonna uh, so then that's oh yeah I said are you looking for the campus are you looking for the I'm like the the heads the Osage Nation they're like all their big buildings and everything it's right up on you need to look you need to go up the hill they're right up here no 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 where are the Indians <laughs> they're, they're up there I, I just I, I could, we could not and since there was such a language barrier it uh -huh. was, I genuinely think they were looking for like in like teepees and like Indians in dress. dress. Yes, <laughs> and it was like no, they're all over. They're right over. And, uh, and actually, so there, um, there is an Indian dress shop um, around the corner, and uh, I said, go there. There's there, you know. And when they walked in and they said, where are the Indians? And the lady that owns it said, right here. You're looking at one. And it was like, oh, I, if I could have seen, I wish I could have seen the look on their face. Because, you know, I'm sure like us, they were expecting Indians and like, you know, because I'm sure if you Google Native American, that's what comes that's up. That's what comes yeah, up in them and their true. beautiful dancewear. And uh, so, yeah. But uh, so that, that was pretty funny because they, they left 
and then came back again and pointed, and they said, reservation. <laughs> it's everywhere. This is it. it I, 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 I don't know how to make it any more clear to you. And that would be confusing yeah, if you were yeah. thinking. Yeah. And so I actually, the way I explained it, um, who knows if they got it, and I said, okay, you see this? I said, you see how this re says reservation? It, that's where we are. I was like, this, I said, there's not, a, like, the letters, I said, the letters aren't out in a field. It doesn't say R-E-S-E. -E. I was like, <laughs> those letters aren't there. It's everywhere. It's this whole area, you know. Uh, but, yeah, they were looking for, for a reservation. So that was wow. pretty funny. Never told my mate. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anything else? Mm, not that I can think of. Yeah. Okay. We love Pahuska. <laughs> Oh, it's such too. a great town. Yeah. It has a, I think it has a weird draw to it. And a, okay, so I don't know if other people in small towns say this, but kind of an all roads lead to Pahuska type of like, it's crazy how many people have either have family from here or had ties from here, or it, it's just, you run into them in the weirdest places. Um, I have a girl who is coming up to look, I, um, I'll do a litter of Australian shepherd puppies about once a year cause I love them. And, um, I have a girl driving up from Texas to get a puppy, and she said, oh, do you know the Gold family? I said, yes. She goes, their uncle taught me how to rope when I was living in Tennessee, but he mentioned that he had family here, and it's like, yes, I know them. I know, you know, and it's like, and then come to find out another friend of ours from Pahuska roped with her boyfriend when he was living in Texas. It was oh like, you know, just, wow. just a weird, just a weird all roads lead to Pahuska type of thing, and it, it really is funny to see, so cool. it's pretty awesome, and uh. So another like small town that I really love and admire is Sheridan, Wyoming. Yes. I love Sheridan. Um, my let me think. My dad was actually born there. My grandma, um, she had five brothers and sisters. They all lived there, grew up there. We spent summers there. Um, we love King's Ropes, and um, when I see Sheridan, I kind of think in my heart it's the sister city to Pahuska I don't know if anybody everybody thinks I'm crazy maybe for saying that but there's a draw um there's a draw to these small towns um and there's something about Pahuska something about the the history and the buildings and the money that was here think about it the the Indians and the cowboys and the oil and the you know it's it's still here so that's it's really special yeah, and a lot of other people obviously <laughs> think so, too. <laughs> and we, okay, so, and then, like, okay, I love customers that come in and um, have good attitudes, and, you know, they want to visit with us, and, you know, Joey and I, if there's days when we don't work the store together, um, you know, we'll talk that night, and he'll go, oh, man, the coolest couple came in. You know, they, they, she said she loved your clothes, and, oh, my gosh, they, he bought these pairs of boots, and I shaped up a hat for him, and he loved it, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about that at night, and, um, I had a, got a couple from from L.A. They were both originally from the Middle East. Had lived, been living in L.A. for like 15 years. Came in, um, were just so wonderfully warm, um, and were like, so are houses really? And they said a dollar amount. And I said, yeah, probably. And they go, how? You can't even buy a car for that. I said, <laughs> okay, hey, buddy, sell your place in L.A., and you come buy a really big, beautiful ranch in Pahuska. You can. Like, come on. And, uh, you know, it, he just said, we're so drawn to it. We've been looking at houses the whole time we've been here. And I said, yeah. Like, it, he goes, it's so open. He goes, and everybody, he goes, um, everybody's so wonderful, warm, and Christian. And I, it, that really caught me off guard. I thought, uh, okay, like, I guess so. Yes, we all love Jesus. Welcome to the Bible Belt. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> we do. And um, it, it, he, they were just so wonderful that um, – for them to say, we've been looking at houses, you know, we want, we've been looking on Zillow or Redfin while we've been here. And I'm like, yeah, come on. Like there, there is, there's definitely a draw to Pesca. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right. I think other people, um, see it. And we also love hearing from customers. Um, we'll often ask where y'all coming in from, you know, and it's anywhere from Kansas city to New York, Canada. I mean, just all over the place. And, um, and I'll go, so is this your first time? And they'll go, yeah, you know, we got, we went and ate breakfast and what should we do next? And we tell, you know, go see the tall grass, go see the buffalo. Okay. How do we get there? What's that archway at the end of the street? And we'll tell them, you know, or go see this, go see the swinging bridge, um, go to Willow Rock, see the Frank Phillips, um, you know, just kind of the, the rundown of things to, we want people to see. And, uh, but what I love to hear is when people go, Oh my God. Oh no, this is my third time. 
or oh my gosh, no, this is her first time. It's my fourth. <laughs> or I know, you know, this is a girl's trip, you know, but it, they're finding reasons to come to Pahuska. Like, heck yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, girls trips and teachers trips and bus tours and bachelorette parties. <laughs> you know, uh, any, you know, we love it. Uh, uh-huh. So that's, it, it is, it's awesome. That's good. Cool. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, you know, never like, Seriously, never a dull moment. There are days. There are theme days, I swear. I don't know if anybody working in retail or working in the service industry, there are theme days where you're just, I'm done. Like, I, uh-huh. I can't handle it. I'm done. You know, people with a bad attitude or people complaining or people leaving stacks. Cl- you know, just yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, just wearing me out. And then, it, you know, it just takes that one person, you know, at 4.30 o'clock, you know, whatever, that just – Oh, you know, they're so polite and they love the store and they, they, they ask those questions. We love this town. What should we see next? Or where should we go eat dinner tonight? And, um, they just, they're so appreciative. Mm -hmm. And so they so admire the town, like, you you know, the draw here. And, uh, it just makes you go, Oh yeah. Okay. I feel better. Yeah. Uh, Candy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Let's have a cup of coffee and and I can make it through the rest of the day. Good. (laughs) Well, Callie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This has oh, been great. Oh, thank you. It has been way fun. I was a little nervous, but no. Yeah, I just got in here and started jabbering away. It was super fun. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> well, that was such a fun interview, and I love how Callie and Joey saw something in Pahuska before it became a major tourist attraction and the role that they've played in help bringing a revival here. The quality of items at Osage Outfitters really is second to none, so be sure to check out their social media and make plans to stop by the next time you're in town. And with their fall open house coming up in October, that might be a great time to make that happen. Thanks to Callie for being on the podcast, and thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Have a great day, everybody.